Welcome to part two of Jody Brim's story. I can't wait for us to wrap up. I have loved getting to hear everything she's had to say. She's had so many good nuggets to share with us in these episodes, and I hope you walk away with as many as I am. Hey, y'all. Thanks for joining on this season of the Success Beyond Lens podcast. This season is so special, and I cannot wait for you to listen in. I'm bringing on some guests that have incredible, empowering, and inspiring stories to share with you in order to inspire and empower you to grow the business that you desire and to live the life you want to live. So pop in those headphones and let's listen in. So now tell me about, we're at 2019 and you've got a grasp on things. Tell me some of like the pivotal moments that you had or the changes you made between like 2019 and now, because I feel like this year, since I've been working with you anyway, this year has been the first year Mm -hmm. that I've seen you like step away from the business, really carve out time for yourself, carve out time for your family. Like, that has yeah. lit me up. Like, like your notes saying how grateful <laughs> you are for like me handling the inbox or like when you tagged me and you oh went, I think it was your mom's birthday, like those things. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Makes my yeah. day. So tell me what, yeah. how, like, what were the changes you made? What were the decisions you made okay. from like 2019 yep. to now that has created this year? Oh yeah. yeah. Well, it was very clear, and, and and I know what you're talking about with my mom. It was a random, like, Tuesday or Wednesday. It was my mom's mm-hmm. birthday, and I just yeah. locked the calendar, and it was so peaceful to be able to be gone the entire day, knowing, like, inquiries, like, emails, everything be taken care of. Like, so thankful. But no, I remember being very intentional because I was, number one, burnt out. Mm-hmm. Like, I created this lane. Is it sustainable? Is it sustainable the way I'm doing it? I was doing it by myself. I was doing literally styling and doing all the things, all the things that's provided in our brand experience. I was doing all of it. And now God has blessed me to have, have people on board that can help me with those things. So first thing I did was outsource. Okay. That's when you came on board, clearly 2019 outsource. And the second thing I did was create boundaries. I am the recovering. My hand is raised for those for people that can't see you. My hand is raised. I am a recovering people pleaser. My man, my personality is to, I am just like, I want people to feel comfortable, but I right. think there's good. And there's some challenges with that too. Yeah. Um, it's good because it definitely helps people when they're going through photo shoot experiences with me, but also some people can take your kindness, like, and take, take advantage of your kindness. Yeah. So I, I implemented business boundaries and I'm still working on one that you, uh, haven't, mm-hmm. haven't totally converted me yet. And that's mm-hmm. taking my email off my phone. I, mm-hmm. I plan to do that by the end of this year, Jen. Okay. Mark my words. This is on your podcast. <laughs> I plan to do that. 2022 is the last year I will have email. Yeah, four months oh, left. You should do it today. I know. Anyway, but uh, business boundaries, meaning I don't work on the weekends or I don't, unless it's a very special circumstance, like if we have one of our business owners that might have an event, that's a live event that they want captured. That's different. But just doing like brand photo shoots. No, we don't do it on weekends. We have hours of operation. I am not, I'm not editing to 2 a.m. like I used to all the time. Yeah. And no, you know what got me? This is what pulled my, my heartstrings is when my daughter, she was maybe four and she said, mommy, mommy's working again or mommy's working all the time. And it's not that 
mom shouldn't work. Right. I think that there's a time where you should definitely schedule time for your kids because at that time she was going to preschool. So she would be gone. Like I would still get stuff done. Why am I working at nighttime when she's home? <laughs> you know what I mean? She's only up for two hours or three hours after she gets out of school. Yeah. Like why, why don't I just set that time aside? So now what I've done is I have, I just love the, the, the lovely feature of do not disturb on Apple. And you can set that and schedule it. So my do not disturb comes on at 6 p.m. every day to have that time carved out. 6 to 8 p.m. every day to have that time carved out just for Lydia. Every day is, I won't say every day is perfect, but most days, like, you know, that's that's where we have that time. And just having my family be the priority. Uh, work was my priority. I mean, it was it clearly was. It was a season of hustle that I know I am anti-hustle. Like mm-hmm. all that, I've, been, I've worked through that. I'm like, yeah, no, mm, that's not the way. So now I teach other people how to not do it that way because that's yes. not what you want. So yeah, it's, it's seasons that I went through and boundaries that I put in place that now I'm able to, you know, have that freedom of like, okay, do I want to do this? Do And having that freedom of choice, do I want to work with this person? You know, yes. is this a, a person that is going to spark joy or am I going to feel worse after I shoot you? <laughs> am I going to feel bad about myself? Like, you know, I just... Yeah. Yeah. There's that too. So (laughs) if you could see Jen's face, (laughs) sips water or is that coffee? Is that coffee? Do you have coffee? It's water. Water. Oh, it's water. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying. (laughs) I've been really bad about my sugar and water the last like week and a half and I can feel it. So I'm like, give me all the water. Yeah. But no, I think that's it. Just outsource and boundaries. So we know that you outsourced. Yeah, for sure. We know that you outsourced to me, but I want you to talk about what are the other things that you outsourced that you saw the most impact on? Because I've talked a lot about Mm. this on the the podcast where when I say outsource, I'm not saying just an editor, just a virtual assistant. Like the first person I outsourced to was a house cleaner. Yeah. No, my whole life is outsourced. So so, let's go to personal first. Personal outsource is cooking. All of our dinners, lunches are prepared by chefs that uh, we order Green Chef meals. And what I noticed is I'm spending way too much time, way too much time preparing these Green Chef meals. And number one is priority is for my family to eat healthy. I want them to eat healthy meals. It makes my heart so happy. But I outsource to a chef and she comes and she makes all of the Green Chef meals that we order. And that is our food for uh, Monday through Friday for the weekdays. And, you know, we, we might eat out on the weekend, but I, I will prepare some breakfast meals for the family. But lunches, dinners is outsourced. And do you know how happy that made me? Like, I have gotten so much more time back. It felt very odd having that extra. I'm like, OK, I should be doing something right now, but it's weird. I have nothing to do right now. So what should I do? <laughs> like, had had that option so long. It felt amazing. Yeah. So chef cleaning services. We actually have a, a home organizer and a cleaning service because you know you got to clean before the cleaners come and know who has time to clean before the cleaners come. Yeah. So a home organizer. So she would do like errands and we found her on care.com. Um, and she's amazing. She's in graduate school and she needed extra hours and we buy about what 15 hours a week. So she would even break down all the freaking Amazon boxes that come to our house that I just let pile up because who has time to break down all those boxes? I have I'm a pile doing over some, there. You know, <laughs> like it's right. <laughs> Yeah. So a home organizer is so, oh my gosh, she organized all of our drawers and just the closets and just, it puts you in a better mood to to yeah. be more attentive to your family and, or if it's your business or whatever it is you want to do for yourself. Yeah. Like, oh, game changer. So what I say, chef, home organizer, car wash, 
laundry. Lot we did have a laundry service, and the home organizer started taking that over. But there, like, we did used to like put our laundry on the doorstep, and they pick it up and bring it back. You know that kind of service. I think that's it. Yeah, yeah. Those those are one things that take the most time. Right, making food and chores. Yeah. So who? Yeah. So for me, I know I can either spend time with my husband or my daughter, or I could be trying to make money. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like I do that well. Exactly. Yeah. I love it. And then the outsourcing on the business side you were number one. And then editing is number two. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. I love, 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 love my editor. Her name is Madeline. She's with Emily Moore photo and she's amazing. I mean, all the people on their, her team, Emily's team is amazing, but Madeline is my editor and she's awesome. I mean, there's plenty of other things I've outsourced in business project based yeah. stuff. Like it just depends on what it is, but yeah, I highly, highly am a big advocate of buying your time Buy 20 hours, buy 10 hours, buy whatever it is to get some time back for yourself yeah, and your family. If you have a family. Yeah. So I'm always curious, would you recommend hiring a virtual assistant, a social media manager, or an editor Ooh. first? Because I feel Ooh. like those are the oh, three gosh. that like, I, I, and I see a lot of people choose editor first and I'm curious what mm. your, and I mean, every business is different, but like, I'm just curious what your opinion on that mm. would be. Well, for me and my process, it's like everyone's process is different, but with my creative process, my front end, having a a top tight, tight, amazing client experience is the number one priority for me. And that starts when they submit an inquiry. So for me, it's the process of getting to that inquiry, the speed, the contact to that inquiry. And I'm shooting all day. I I may not get to you to probably two days. And yeah. that's not good, you know, especially business hours. Like I'm not counting weekends. I'm saying business, a business day, a typical business day, you should have good speed to content because you're not the only photographer. Yeah. Yes, they may be very eager to work with you, but you're not the only photographer. There's a million photographers. So having that top-notch client experience from the beginning uh, is, is so important. So for me, it wouldn't be editing first. It would be a VA first because I know with shooting, yeah, it's 10, what, 10, 15% of what you, what's required of, of running a photography business. But if you're in high demand or if you don't really have that time to, to be there, like to respond to someone or answer a phone call for someone and it takes you a day or two, I wouldn't recommend that. I mean, if, if you're able to get a VA, then yes, I would definitely do a VA prior to having an editor. The editor was second for me. I like it. All right. So we've come full circle. We've made it all the way to where we're at currently. And knowing you, I know that you're getting ready to make some new shifts to continue to align. And that's that's one thing I want to point out to our audience here is as your business grows, your values, your you know, the things that you have going on in your life, it personally in your business, mm-hmm. all of that's going to continue to shift. So you have to be prepared to shift with the rest of yeah. it. And you have to keep your goals and your services in alignment with, with where you're going. So tell me like, this is like happening currently. We're coming up on Q4 yeah. and this is the time of year yeah. where a lot of people kind of audit what they're doing, Mm -hmm. what things work well, and where they're going to finish out the year and then kick off the next year. So what has that, what is that looking like for you right now? So for me, I'm so, so excited to kick it into full gear in helping photographers specifically who want to 
launch a brand photography business, if it's just a side, like, or an alternate or, you know, another service that you're going to add on. Like for me, when I did, when I started branding, I was still doing weddings. So when you went to my website, you can click left to go weddings or right to go brands. And it's not to say that you have to have just one. I just evolved to having just working with business owners. So my, I'm really excited to kick off my education, Jody Room Education. That has been in the works for over a year, over a year. And you just can imagine like, and that's the thing. We all arrive at different points in our career and especially what's going on in our life. And I had to accept, like, I am not this, when I was, you know, originally started 20, I don't know, 27, 28 year old that didn't have a child, didn't, wasn't, you know, helping uh, take care of my husband and, you know, all these things that have changed now in my life. This is right. seven years later. Like before, yeah, I can go hard. I have all this time. Oh my gosh. Time is just like the best when you have extra time. That's yeah. like just such an advocate of managing your time so well and not wasting it as a pet peeve of mine. So yeah, so now I'm in a place where I'm going to transition and really go heavy on the education because I mean, I still get a lot of requests of like how the how, but I'm not able to have the time because of all the things going on in my personal life to to work with just one photographer all the time. So yeah, I right. still will provide one-on-one services, but it's super limited. But yeah, I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to launching some things for uh, photography community for specifically for branding photography. Yeah. So I'm so, <laughs> I'm so excited for this, <laughs> for this shift. Was there something that like yeah. occurred in the last year, um, 18 months that was just like, okay, I'm ready for this shift. It's time. Yeah. Girl, my knees, my knees getting old. <laughs> I'm, I'm, <almost> <laughs> I'm like, Oh, when I'm on shoes, it's popping. I'm like, Oh, I'm stretched <laughs> now before these shoes. No, no. I, I do look at the long term and it's my family. It's my daughter being, you know, she's a second grader now. It's my husband who has more freedom with his business and what he does. And, you know, here's mommy. I don't want to be the one working all the time. Like right. I am the one that's going to still be able to provide an exception because photography is my my love. I right. Photography is my therapy. It is my therapy. And people say that about photo shoots they've had with me, but they don't even realize how much they're blessing me. So it's something that will always be part of my life. And I'm not saying I'm letting go of photography, but there will be limited photo sessions. We still have, you know, associate photographers. Brianna is amazing. People say that she's like a split clone of me with our personalities and how we are. That is yeah. why she's on the team. She really she's is. awesome. And so we still have like associates. We still have our videographer. We still have our, our vendors we work with and collaborate for, for um, styling services. So, but mainly for me, it's just scaling back on the one-on-one photo sessions, but really going heavy on the education just because what is done for my business and people who are in the photography space, if they are lost and confused, like I was, I want to help them. Like I am, I love hearing, like I was working with uh, one of my mentees that had just been working with not even two weeks. I feel like two weeks were working together and I just did an audit of her pricing structure and her like, okay, now you need to be charging this, especially with the level of experience that she had with her client experience. She hadn't even been a photographer very long, but she was, she started out strong at the gate. I'm like, okay, you've got, you're onto something, but the pricing structure wasn't there. But then she's booking $4,000 shoots going from, I think it was like 1800. Like it's crazy. So Dang, yeah. okay. Yeah, I'm like, you need to go up on those rates. So anyway, just with the, the luxury experience that she was providing. So it's right. different. If you don't want to be that luxury photographer, you don't have to be. Like, 
Right. That's just me. I'm I'm a I'm a little bougie, so I like a little bougie experience to give them, you know. So, but then if you're if you want to provide something that is a more of the you know you're not doing all the bells and whistles, but you're still providing a tremendous deliverable, like a beautiful gallery of images. And there's different right. ways to do it and structure it that aligns with what you want in your life. So it's not just one way. And I don't want to preach that you need to do it just this one way. This is how I did it, but there's also other ways. And, and that's what I want to leave photographers to just kind of align and have their business fit their life and not the other way around because we don't want to get burnt out. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So before, <laughs> before we like wrap up, I keep coming up with like these questions because I've seen the way you've run your business and I've seen how it's grown yeah. and how you, how you've shifted and, and realigned things over the last, you know, three, four years. Yeah. So I imagine as someone who full-time caregiver to your husband, obviously you're a mom and she's, she just turned seven, right? She just turned seven. Okay. So then you have a seven-year-old at home and then you're, you're running a very successful, you know, photography business. What are some ways Mm -hmm. that you've learned you either are, are about to be burnt out. So you need to do X, Y, and Z, or have you put, Mm -hmm. have you gotten to a point where you're like, these are the things I do in order to avoid burnout. Yeah, both, both, yeah. both, both. Oh my gosh, both. And you are, I have to give credit to you too with this because you'll see, okay, girl, you got seven shoots or you got eight shoots going on in a week. I'm about to block off yeah. some days for you. And I just appreciate it. Like, so I feel like I have to attribute that to you. You've helped me to kind of make that a routine now. Like, especially if I have, fall, just say I have fall minis coming up and I'm doing 20 shoots in a weekend. You know what I mean? Because that's like a special thing, like, you know, once or once a year, then I need to make sure that time is blocked. So it's just being proactive with making sure that you don't empty your cup and you don't, you know, you're not pouring from an empty cup. Like you just need to make sure that you're recharged. And for me, that is like how you have it. Like we've set our business hours to end at 3 p.m. So for me, that's good. And it, and I know like at 5 p.m., I can wrap up between three and five. I can wrap up whatever I'm doing. But you helped me with that, Jen. And I have to give that credit to you because remember you when you went into my calendar and you labeled like this is Jody time, this is work time, this is shoot time, this is prep for the next day. Like you helped me with that. So I have to say that's a, that's been a huge, huge, huge factor in how I plan out my days. And it's mm-hmm. a good reminder because when I look today, I'm like, okay, should I put this 4 p.m.? call and Jen told me I was supposed to be wrapping up between three and five, but it's only going to be 15. Do you know what I mean? So I can make those decisions, but it's a good reminder to, to not always fill your calendar. So scheduling time off is, is critical because especially for, we give so much energy to our clients that we have to recharge that. And I don't want my family to get my leftovers. And that's what I noticed. My family was getting my leftovers. And that's not fair to them. And they're my biggest cheerleaders. Well, that's not fair. I'm giving all to my clients and nothing's for me. So they yeah. get the leftovers and there's nothing for myself at the end of the day. So right. we got to reverse engineer that. And I definitely remember having burned that burnout. And that was primarily uh, making my life fit my business because my business was in, like blowing up uh, right. when I first started doing brand photography in this this cool way, I will say. That rhymes. Oh, that I was giving. I had so much demand. It's still a high demand, but I was doing high volume too. Right. I can't. I can't do three shoots. I was doing three shoots in a day. Like no, that was that didn't fit me. That might be for somebody that has an obscene amount of energy. Right. For me, I didn't. I didn't have the four from that. So realizing your strengths and realizing where your peak hours of when you're the most productive. 
and yes. just really harnessing on that. Like, like I know, and you learned me too, Jen. Mm-hmm. You know, between eleven and three, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. That's where we set my shoot. That's where we set. And but it took years to kind of figure that out because yeah. I was all over the place. You right. know. So yeah. And just kind of realizing that about yourself and just planning for it and being proactive with how you schedule your time. That's the number one thing is how are you going to plan out the day? Because we can't get this time back and we need to maximize every every minute of it. Oh, so good. So good. Oh my goodness. There's so many nuggets and like t-shirts in this episode. Like it just... <laughs> like, T-shirt I mean, one. Yes. Like I love that you said it. You don't want your family to get your leftovers. Like for... I don't. No. For the mm-hmm. first, you know, three... They were. Months, Mm-hmm. And it's, I think it's the same for every business owner, that there's, there is a point where the family does get the leftovers. And I even remember yeah. saying to, to my mom or to my husband, when I first started my business, I said like, Davey, it, which, who's my son, if you don't know, is like, he's not going to remember right now. You know, he's not going to remember as a newborn that all I did was work and as I was feeding him or whatever I was doing, or like when he was toddling around, like he's not going to remember that I worked all the time. Now that we're yeah. coming up on five, and my husband even mentioned it the other day, he's like, You've made a lot of changes. He's like, You don't work as wow. often at home. You don't, you know, work as often on the weekends. And, and that was my yeah. whole point is I busted tail while Davey was young and not Mm -hmm. remembering so that like this weekend, we went fishing Mm -hmm. after I was off on Friday. We spent all day Saturday together. We went fishing again on Sunday. Like I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's because we, you and I and other business owners Mm -hmm. make sure that, you know, you may have seasons of hustle, but you're not hustling all the time. Yeah. There you go. There you go. There's a difference. Huge sure. difference. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, yay. If you could leave our audience with one actionable item from mm. this episode that you've learned in your business, what would it be? Oh, I would say, oh, that, oh, that's hard to choose one. Can I give a few just real quick. Sure. Okay, sure. Give you yeah, two. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> I will say, just to plan out because making sure you're working to grow your business. We're in business to sustain it. We're not, this isn't a hobby. This is, we want to, I mean, I would assume if you're starting a business, you don't want it to tank in two, three years, right? Yep. So making sure you know your numbers, I would say is the first thing and and really making the time if you don't have uh, the capability to have a bookkeeper because the numbers won't lie. The numbers won't lie. Uh, And I'm still, I've, I feel like this is the first real year that I'm like, have reprogrammed my brain of getting really in the nitty gritty of my numbers. Because when you're, when you're growing or you're just starting out, you just, you just take a book and you just get the book and get the book and get the book. And then if you don't have that mindset of like, okay, let me know what my PL, let me know all this stuff. Like if you start out that way, oh my gosh, the business that you can have. Game changer. And I, I learned, I feel like I did everything opposite. So learn from Same. my mistakes of that, you know, like I just, yeah. So knowing your numbers and, and your financials, because that is the backbone of your business. Yeah. And then always, always, and me and Ari, Ario Perry, we, we have a little acronym, ABM, always be marketing to grow your business because yeah. showing up is essential when you're just starting. Now I am in a place, thankfully, that my business is on autopilot, but it took years of yeah. showing up consistently to to get 
that traction in the business and to making sure that people knew what I was doing. People knew what services, you know, were current in my business. And right. yeah, I may not show up on Instagram every day now, but there was a point in my business for years I was showing up every day. Every and multiple times, day. like yeah. every day. I mean, it works. It definitely works. And I know there's a lot of gurus out there now, like talking about posting three times, three, four times a day. I'm, I'm not no. of that, but just consistently showing up yeah. and so people will know what type of service you provide and taking time for yourself and scheduling time off and don't always fill that calendar. I am I am uh, speaking to myself here consistently. I always have to remember to tell myself that is to schedule time off for yourself yep. and recharge. Okay, that's it. That's all I got for you. All right. Well, and keep, it, right. Moving. <laughs> keep it moving. Um, all right. Keep so I moving. always like to, I like to wrap up my episodes with three questions. So the first one is what is your favorite quote or Bible verse? Oh, oh, ah. So my favorite Bible uh, scripture is Psalms 37 and 4 delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. I, that stuck with me because I'm like, okay, as long as my, my day starts with God, my day starts with giving God thanks. Thank you, Lord, for allowing me to have this beautiful business. Thank you, Lord, for allowing me to have this gift to serve others. Like I know when I start my day with prayer, oh, the day is completely different. Just try it. If you haven't tried it, just talk to him. Talk to him. (laughs) Next question is what is your favorite business tool? Oh, oh, business tool, like software. Anything. It can be, I mean, I've had hmm. people say their phone, their camera, HoneyBook, Dubsado. Well, clearly my camera is the moneymaker. I will say my favorite business tool is having a CRM because yeah. it helps me to know where I am, where I stand. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you can function your business without a CRM. With a client, with client relationship management system. Yeah. So Dubsado is mine. I've chosen, but HoneyBook is awesome too. I, I started with HoneyBook. I just never went back to it once they had all these amazing new features. But yeah, uh, Dubsado is what I use. Awesome. All right. And then the last one, my favorite. So if I were to come to Winston-Salem, where would we go and what would we have if we were going to go grab drinks? Oh, if we're going to go grab drinks, we're going to Eastern Standard. Oh, okay. Eastern Standard is the premier, premier bar in, uh, in downtown Winston-Salem. They have delicious cocktails, mocktails too, for those who don't drink. And I mean, it's just a, it feels like New York. It feels like you're walking in this upscale, like lounge bar. I have great food. The energy is great. They're very welcoming. That's where we would go. And when you do come, we're going there. I love it. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm obsessed. <laughs> I'm, I've checked out a bunch of different like cafes and bakeries in Winston-Salem. Y'all, I go to Winston-Salem. I try to go at least oh. once a year. Last year I went three times. <laughs> <laughs> I, it is nice. I, I love Winston-Salem. I'm not like, I am not a city person, y'all. Like the biggest city I've yeah. ever lived in was Fairbanks, Alaska. If that tells you anything. Oh, oh Fun fact. Wow. Oh. But like my husband and I, who is also very much like grew up in the rural counties of Kentucky, we would move yeah. to Winston-Salem. Like we loved it's it so that much. We loved yeah. it. Oh, I can't wait for you to come back. I know. We're going. We are. I love it. Okay. Thank you so much, Jen. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for coming on and sharing your story. I know there's I know there's going to be so many people who will find inspiration and empowerment through it. I hope so. I really hope so. So yeah, we'll see. All right. We'll catch you guys next week. Well, that wraps us up for this week. Thank you so much for joining on this episode of the Success Beyond Lens podcast. 
If you are loving our content, it would mean the world to me if you subscribe to our channel or left us a review. You can always hang out with me on the gram at Success Beyond the Lens. Hope to see you guys next week.